Hi, I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. And I'm Joshua Vickery. <clears throat> uh, sorry, I'm Mark Daniels sitting in for Joshua Vickery. That's better. And welcome everyone to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why? And how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence? On each episode, we'll introduce you to guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the heart, with a capital A-R-T. Yeah. Hey, Mark. Hi, Mary. Thank you so much for sitting in for Joshua today. Hey, no problem. I'm honored to be here. I know. It's, it's exciting. I, I, I told him and he was very excited to hear that you were coming. Mm-hmm. So he says hello. Oh. So we go back a ways. We do. Mm-hmm. I had the pleasure of working with you at the Comedy Warehouse at Walt Disney World. That's where we've probably improvised hundreds and hundreds of shows together. Made up all kind of crazy songs, Mary. On the spot. I still remember your song about pickles. Do you really? Yeah. I really do. I don't know if I do. (laughs) There were so many of them. They were like dreams, right? Yeah. But I loved working with you. What I loved about working with you on stage is that it was always, there was trust. Uh, It didn't have to be funny. We would be be willing to go into wherever the scene took us. And uh, it was always entertaining. Yeah, it was always fun with you, Mary. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, and I'm so glad. Today, when Joshua couldn't be here, I thought, who would be best for our guest today? And I thought of you right away. I think you're a great fit. Well, thank you very much, Mary. Mm -hmm. Again, happy to be here. Happy to be here, too. So how about if we get right to our show today? I would love to. I'm very excited about our guests. Um, Our guests today are Sassandra Lewis and Robert Hill. Sassandra is one of my favorite local singers. I've had the chance to meet you before. I don't even know if you remember, but we'll talk about that in a little while, Sassandra. Um, and we'll get a little bit more into what you've done with your career. And Robert Hill, thank you for being here, our uh, artistic director and founder of the Orlando Ballet Theater here in Orlando. I'm very excited that you're back with us as well. Thank you. It's great to be here. And speaking of collaboration, that's what our background is, is collaborating as we make up scenes. But these two are collaborating for a major event that's coming up, and we're going to get to hear about that today. How are you both? I'm doing great. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much. Um, and I'm excited. doing great, too. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us how you both met. Robert, would you please do the honors? Sure. Because <laughs> um, I remember it like it was yesterday. Actually. I was in the Grand Bohemian Hotel downstairs, and in walked my friend, Christy Ashby, who had Sassandra with her. And so she did a quick introduction and then I did research and found out who she was. And I went, yes, I want to work with that kind of talent. Wow. So I sought her out and we met. And we had a love fest the first time we met. And now it's happening. So Sandra, does, how does that make you feel knowing that he went and just researched you? went, oh, that's who I want to work with. I'm really honored because I had to research him too. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh. To know that Robert was handpicked by Barishnikov, one of my f- most favorite dancers in the whole world, mm-hmm. to have him interested in working with me was mind-blowing. It was really an honor. So I was like, okay, well, I'm Googling you too, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do without Google? Would you would have to have right? an actual conversation. That would be but weird. But I do right? remember us meeting like yesterday too. I just love the way he tells the story. Mm. <laughs> when you think back about the day you met, what sticks out in your mind? Oh, just his presence, his energy, his grace, you know, his kind and warm embrace when Mm -hmm. we met. And then that look like, I need to see you again. Mm. And then it took a moment for our paths to cross Mm -hmm. again. But when it did, we just really connected. It was amazing, this energy. Were either of you performing at the Grand Bohemian or just uh, uh, 
at, social hangout. I, I was meeting with somebody, and she was meeting with somebody, and we just happened to, it's a great place to have a meeting, you oh. know, downstairs mm-hmm. at the lobby bar. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. you can have a night, light lunch the, and so forth, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you I were was with be, Christy Ashby yeah. because she was doing, I was the cover girl for Orange Appeal That's right. at the time, so we were doing the photo shoot at. I um, love that. What was Orange Appeal? What Orange Appeal is her magazine. Oh. Um, it's the magazine that celebrates, actually, Harriet Lake, is the the one who kind of helped uh, found that magazine. Wow. But Christie's been the one who's been running it since since its inception. And it's what ten years now. Yes, yes. Something like that. Yeah. Celebrating wow, ten that's years. Beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. It's a yes. really great magazine. Mm-hmm. I'll have to pick up a copy. Yeah. Please do. Well, I love what you said about um, Robert's presence because when I first met Robert, that's one of the things that struck me. He just has you feel welcome in his yes. presence, right? It's a large a large hug before he even shakes your hand. Yes. <laughs> I'd have to agree because I was in the lobby and he came out of the elevator and he it was like I knew him. <laughs> I didn't. He just came over and said hi, and I wanted to hug him. Yes. He's a very friendly energy. He gives you things. He gives you money. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but I hope to. <laughs> and so We're definitely going to hug at the end of this. <laughs> no question. Cassandra, so I first met you at the opening of the Dr. Phillips Center for the Performing Arts. Yes. I had the honor of introducing you to sing uh, the Star Spangled Banner, and I hadn't heard you sing, and I had to close my mouth, and she started singing and was like, oh. Mary, close your mouth. (laughs) Well, I think that's so. Thank you so much. But that's how we feel when you talk, Mary. That voice. Oh, that voice. Oh, my goodness. So I was just as enchanted with your sound as you were with mine. Remind me with the the, the voice of Epcot. That's right. Um, Yes. Now, for about 10 years. Illuminations. Illuminations. Reflections of life. Yes. (laughs) You see? I actually sang on Reflections of Life. Oh, (laughs) you guys worked together. We worked together back in the day. (laughs) Yes. That's hysterical. Oh, and my I goodness. love your voice. Thank I never you. knew that. It's a beautiful song. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Small world, huh? It is yeah. literally After a small all. world. <laughs> Ironically, people would ask me, did you also sing the song? And after, like, laughing, I'd say, no, that was not me. <laughs> <laughs> but now I know who has. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was beautiful. So I mean, we've worked together since the 90s. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we, right. we don't have to admit, announce mm. that here. <laughs> no, we're still <laughs> fabulous. We can claim it. We here, were here. there in the 90s, and mm-hmm. we're still doing Own it. Own it and still okay, doing it. Okay, yes. And we survived it. We survived. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> Veterans. Well, tell us a little bit about how your career began. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I started singing in church. How um, old? I was five years old when I started singing. So my, pa- my father was a pastor, and I had sisters who sang as well, and they had a group called the Lewis Sisters. I always wanted to sing, to sing with them, but um, they were touring and opening for really large groups, and so I could not. And so I went to my dad, and I said, hey, do you think you'll, I can get a chance to sing? And so he called me up one day before he ministered, and I got to sing a song, and the congregation loved it, and I was in. <laughs> Did you know he was going to call you up that day? Um, I didn't know which day he was going to call me up, but I was ready. You were ready. I was ready. That says a lot. What did you sing? I sang Amazing Grace. Mm. I sang Amazing Grace. That's a big song. It's a big song. That's a big song. song. Yes, especially for a five-year-old. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So um, I started singing in church, and, you know, to make a very long story kind of condensed Um, When I graduated from high school, I moved to Atlanta, and I joined a cover band there. They called me to move to Philadelphia after a while, and when I got there, I found out that I was going to Tokyo. (laughs) So I've I've arrived in Tokyo, 
took the bullet train there and Peebo Bryson was performing. And um, he sang the duet with Celine, Beauty and the Beast. My goodness. So I immediately um, connected with him. He offered me a job. And so I got the position there and I became the understudy of Celine Dion for Beauty and the Beast as well. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) What was it like for you working with Peebo Bryson? It was really amazing. He really taught me a lot vocally. He's a vocal perfectionist. Mm -hmm. So um, I just learned uh, certain things to do and not to do mm-hmm. working with And Mr. very Bryson. kind man, generous, very, yes, right? Yeah. Very much so. I very had the honor so. of interviewing him at Disney once. We had a series of interviews, and he was one of the people that stuck out in my mind. He wanted to chat between sessions and yes. after the show. And, yes, and very w- personable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You don't mm-hmm. meet a lot of people like that. Not at all, not mm-hmm. at all. But he loves to talk, and he loves people, mm-hmm. and, you know, he, love, and he loves to encourage you. So mm-hmm. he gave me my first big chance in the Who industry. Who are some other people that encouraged you along your career? Oh, wow. Um, well, after Peebo, it was Celine. So I worked with Celine Dion for five world tours. Um, I was her vocal director as well as her backing vocalist. So I hired all the singers and trained them. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. Talking about myself is not easy. What else do you <laughs> <laughs> I've been really blessed to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, uh, after Celine, I was asked to narrate a documentary and it was nominated for an Oscar. So it was great to to be a part of that as well. So what was that about? Um, it was a documentary about eradicating poverty in Africa. Wow. Yes. Did you yes. go to Africa? I did not go to Africa. I actually went to Savannah Performing Arts School and we recorded the uh, narration mm-hmm. over that. Yes, because they found me after they had done all of the, the research and filming and all of that. And they said, we'd just love to have your voice on it. And I was really honored wow. to do it. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> How wonderful. Now, I know that you two have uh, something that you're working on that's coming up real soon. Tell us about yes. that. Yes. I'm really excited. Um, do you want to talk about it a little bit and then Go I'll ahead. just chime in? Go ahead. Okay. So, um, Robert and I are working on a piece that he's choreographing called Love Is. We're presenting it on May 4th, 5th, and 6th at the Dr. Phillips Center. Um, the beauty of this show is that we really didn't have any kind of Concept. In concept, except that we wanted to share love mm. with people. It's just all about love. There's just mm. been so much going on in the world. And when we connected our beauty, the, the love that we shared, we were like, oh, my God, we could just, can we do something to, to let the community know that love is love is love. That sounds about how it all happened. And so we selected uh, a thousand songs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we and did. We had, to, we had to wheedle it down to where we have a playlist of 10 or 11. About oh, 10 right now, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yes, lots um, of revisions. We, we tried to do 30 or 20 and songs, yes. We, in order to fit it into it, because it's um, this ballet is going to be on a triple bill program. Um, so we've got the first ballet, intermission, second ballet, intermission, and then the final ballet is Love Is. So it's the closing wow. ballet on this program. And we'll talk about what's the balance of the program. Yes. But, but we wanted to keep it to 30 minutes so we're not there from 8 o'clock until midnight, right. obviously. You know? And also, you know, the first time that we're doing it, we're, we're just trying out the concept because eventually it's the kind of thing that could become a full evening on its own. Wow. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So um, in order to do a lot of the songs we wanted to do, we could only do bits of them and then kind of blend them. And it just mm-hmm. seemed like a lot of work. And you just, just start getting into these songs, these wonderful songs, and then you segue to another one. So we felt that we wanted to do more of the actual 
songs Mm -hmm. and sing a couple of songs in their entirety in the program. So I think what we finally came up with is a very nice balance of songs that most people know, um, the love theme from Love Story, Mm -hmm. um, Killing Me Softly with his song. Um, Mm. What else? Get Here, Get Here. Reed Adams. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're doing some Jill Scott. Oh, wow. He Loves Me. We have actually the song Love Is. Tell that story. Yes. Well, we actually found this song after we titled the show, and I was going through some of my favorite love songs, and this duet by Vanessa Williams and Brian McKnight came mm. up, came up, and it's titled Love Is. So I was like, oh, my God, Robin, <laughs> I think it's a sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who will you be singing that with? And so I will be singing that song with Kenyarda. It's one of the singers mm. in my band. So we're going to have my live band accompanying the orchestra, so it's... It's just really a unique pairing. Well, when we come back, we're going to hear more about your live band. I want to hear more about that and about more of what we're doing. This is very exciting. So listeners, please stay with us. Uh, Join us when we come back on From the Heart. Welcome back to From the Heart. I am Mark Daniel. And I'm Joshua Vickery. And, <coughs> um, Mary Thompson Hunt. And we are delighted to have all of you here today as we sit here with Cassandra Lewis and Robert Hill talking about their amazing talents and works in our city of Orlando. We did. And you know what? I got to tell you something, Mary. I Googled um, Robert Hill. He is actually the artistic director of the Orlando, Orlando Ballet, but not the founder. Yes, I know. I did yeah. learn that the hard way. Mm-hmm. We had quite a talking. Quite the talking. <laughs> <laughs> that was going, a long time I, ago. I'm going to training with the Starbucks crew next week. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 All right. This is fantastic. Well, we're going to get back to uh, talking to uh, Sachandra Lewis about, um, we talked about the music. You, you guys went from a thousand so- songs down to 10, and you found the song Love Is, and you also mentioned that you have your live band singing with you. Can you tell uh, us a little bit more about that? I do. I'm really excited to have uh, John Paul McGee uh, as my conductor for the band. We have a five-piece ensemble that would be that will be accompanying us on the Dr. Phillips stage. Um, I just don't know what to say about these guys except they're amazing. They just get lost in their gifts, and the combination is going to be magical. And we look forward to sharing it with you. Um, John Paul is a very polished brilliant musician, uh, Courtney Leonard on bass. I know he's currently out on tour with Beyonce and he lives here in our city as well. So we have just world-class musicians that are going to come and play this amazing list of music that we've compiled for the dancers to, um, so Sandra, what's that like when you have these world-class players that are on top of their game as you are on top of yours and you're all like delighted and honored to be working with each other, and then you start making this music bigger than any one of you could. What's that feeling like? They make me nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Because their gifts are just so brilliant. I mean, we all are, but I think that the humility in our gifts is what allows us to come together and do what we do. Mm. And it becomes as big as people say it is when we can reach out and touch people through what we love to do and through music. 
So the feeling is, it's really a surreal feeling when everything starts to, to gel together, when everybody just starts to fall into place as we were yesterday in rehearsal. Um, the music starts and it just feels like you just got lost in a moment. And that's what we want to create for the community and share this love of our music, our love for music with them, with the ballet. Mm. Yeah. Robert, it's so hard to explain. No, it's I, just a feeling. I, it's, I, yeah. I get that. I think that's why I asked. I think it's transferable. I know that when there's that flow that happens, we've had that with our improv work. Where yeah. We're making things up. We're getting all this laughter, and you'd think it was written, and I don't even know who's doing it. It's like sources coming through you. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. And then when you know the team, I mean, you know, you're with your live band. I know you guys probably go back, you know, far enough and you, you just have a connection. We really do. Um, the conductor as well as the bass player, they attended Bethune-Cookman College and um, they'll tell me to this day, you hired us enough that we were able to pay for books and do all of this stuff. So I've known them since they were 19, 20 years old. Wow. Wow. And now they're doing well in their professions and it's great to have them come back around and do something so amazing you know, with the Orlando Ballet, they're wow. just as hyped and excited as we are. I'm excited about this. Yes, it's amazing. For people who want to come to what you're doing, how can they find out more information? Uh, you can go to the Orlando Ballet website, orlandoballet.org, mm-hmm. and uh, the Dr. Phillips uh, website, uh, drphillipscenter.org, mm-hmm. uh, for both information and tickets. And uh, all ages, you think this would be delightful? Yeah, this yes. evening, This evening, it's we call it Contemporary Wonders. Uh, it's a three-part uh, evening. Uh, the first ballet on the program is going to be by my dear friend Jessica Lang. It's the second time we're doing one of her ballets here in Orlando. And it's actually a, a sister ballet to the one that we did last. And, and she's just basically a, a sort of choreographic poet. Mm. Yeah, it's wonderful. Schumann <laughs> music. Uh, and then the middle ballet is going to be a sort of teaser version, a short kind of uh, prequel, if you will, uh, by Arcadian Broad, mm-hmm. who's also composing the music and doing the choreography and everything else and is going to be starring in it as the Mad Hatter. And it's going to be the Alice in Wonderland story told through the eyes of the Mad Hatter, through the head of Arcadian Broad. Wow. So <clears throat> that's going to be number two. And then the final ballet on the program is called Love Is, which is what Sassandra and I are doing together. I'm so excited about mm-hmm. that. No. I love how you love to collaborate with people. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it's it's just like doing this to mm-hmm. me. Isn't this great? We're yeah. having a great time, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And the energy that we're sharing over the airwaves is is going to make people sit there listen and smile. I think, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love that. You know, now, Robert. Um, Robert, ballet has been your life. And uh, question: Like, if if somebody has never been to a ballet and this is going to be their first experience. What are some uh, exciting things to look for as a, as a first-timer to a ballet? Well, it's interesting. I think that this program is, is going to be great for a first-timer to the ballet for, for several reasons. One, it's like uh, uh, three different things. All It's not one simple ballet kind of thing. You get a little sample of what you, you know a poetic-type ballet can be, then one that has sort of narrative involved in it, and then... Um, the last one, actually, you know, um, we have the three words in our mission statement at uh, the Orlando Ballet, to entertain and to educate and to enrich. And this mm-hmm. concept, as we mentioned earlier, um, the motivation for me was to entertain mm-hmm. because it's beautiful music. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, narrative concept behind it. There's not going to be a story told. 
it, there is going to be a flow, a, a structured mm-hmm. flow of choreography that I've come up with already. And I can't wait to see the choreography to the real music. Because what we did is we put together a, um, a playlist of the, the, all the different songs, but all, by all the different singers. You know, mm-hmm. Shirley Bassey, mm-hmm. Barbara Streisand, um, you Joel know, Scott, oh, Andrea yes, Bocelli. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So wow. that's what we've been rehearsing to, and that's what I've been choreographing to. And then this couple of days soon coming up is yes, when we're going to be doing it to we'll first time together in the studio. So very yeah. exciting. Well, what I like so, about it, so I, many, so many different songs. I yeah. mean, you know, you can relate to, you know, you can, right. you know, it's contemporary and classical, mm-hmm. you know, jazz, so, neo soul. It's yes, it's so many. It different really. Genres. Yeah. You know, and, and again, the, the motivating factor was just what songs sort of fit the love theme mm-hmm. and how we structured them together. It just, it, I think because we know the music so well, it just yes. made sense with how to put it together, mm-hmm. which ones to blend together, which ones to actually finish, allow for applause, and then start another song. One of the other songs is about that. I have to tell this story too about okay. the, the greatest showman. <laughs> so, movie. Do you see that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know that song when she's singing that song, Never Enough? Yes. In the theater? Mm. I was in the theater and I was watching and I was thinking, I gotta call Sandra. I gotta call Sandra. <laughs> and I did. And, and we, so he did. And if we did not put that on the program, yes, we did. Yes, yes we did. Wow. <laughs> it's so powerful. It's very oh, powerful song. It's great. So. <laughs> what was it like putting putting the order together? So you had the songs and you had the... but. Um, was that something that came easily after it was all done? Or? It was not easy no, at all. No, but oh. yes. I mean, it's it, it took us time. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes. I think that because there's so many different things that inform making decisions like that. Mm-hmm. And does this song end on a note that's conducive to leading into the next song? Yeah, all yes, of those yes. kinds of mm-hmm. considerations went into it. And then logistical, it. the and set the or the so costumes. And the not-so-easy part was just getting rid of so many great songs. Uh, right, right. <laughs> that was the not-so-easy part, but definitely um, making sure that the lyrics kind of make sense into the next song. We were really able to put, put all those pieces together. Mm-hmm. So when it fades from one song, it makes sense lyrically how it goes into the next mm-hmm. song. It's just really beautiful. Yeah, and, and, and actually, that took time. three of the songs, I think that's the last three, um, the Lord's Prayer goes into Hallelujah, mm-hmm. you know, the Leonard Cohen version of mm-hmm. Hallelujah, and then goes, goes into, into Never Walk Never Alone. Walk alone. Oh, okay, wow. mm. that sounds beautiful. Some things just like just lend itself to yeah, right, exactly, yeah. Yes. exactly. Were there any songs that you were like you really sad that you couldn't oh, include it? There's so Is many. Is there one that was just <laughs> oh man? If oh I could my just goodness. Squeeze it in. I can't think of just one. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot. It was lot so of, many yeah. because, yes, for me, it was Shaka Khan. I was, yes. oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to, I feel for you. I was going to feel for you and ain't right, nobody. Exactly. And, oh, my goodness, earth, wind, and fire. Oh. We had some. Yeah. We were, oh, it was amazing. Marvin Gaye. Marvin oh, Gaye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could do a whole 30-minute set just on Marvin exactly. Gaye. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you know? Not because we didn't love the music. It was just like we had 30 minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. so, right. That's why we hope to be able to um, present it in its entirety mm-hmm. later in the season. Yeah, well, now, we, we support that. Yeah. Now, Robert, you also choreographed the movement. I did. Yeah. Yes. Well, what do you find inspiration for that? It, is it in the songs themselves or the theme? Um, I, I think the songs. I think I have a company of amazing dancers that I love working with, mm-hmm. and they respond so well to me. Um, so I allowed them to sort of participate. I, I, I'm that kind of a choreographer in general. 
I like to allow for people to take chances and and make mistakes because I think mistakes happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the mistakes end up being more interesting than what the intention was. Mm-hmm. And they know how to play along with that. So um, I just didn't have a whole lot of time to actually create this choreography. But the music is so inspiring and so easy that it was easy to come up with. Um, what, I, it, it, what I had to do was go through the list of songs and, and sort of just decide so we could know who to call to rehearsal. Mm. This song is going to be a duet. This song is going to be for six dancers. This song is going to be entire company. Wow, this wow. Song. Oh. And, and then that was the process. But uh, along the way, one of the things I was going to do as a duet ended up being for four couples. Interesting. Yeah. What song is that? Uh, Get Here. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. And that and choreographically somehow pleased me so much. It just poured. It was one of those moments where it just poured out of mm-hmm. me. And I it didn't have to work too, too hard. And, and it, it got, we got it done in an hour, which is unheard of. Wow. And the kids were so in it and so committed. And it just. Your, it, your troop is so in tune with you. You watched you really him work are, with yes. his troop. Isn't he magical with yes. them? And then with him, it's like yes. this love affair that you all have. Such respect they have for you. And it's yes. because they say of how much you have for them. Exactly. It's so true. Mm-hmm. I've watched it. It's beautiful. Thank you. That, I'm I'm very happy with all that. Yeah. And I know. And I know you've said, yeah, well, I'm hard on them because I know what they can do, and I want the best out of them. And they respect you and love you for that. They've mm-hmm. talked about that. Yeah. It it is that you know they we laugh together, and you know because I am so easy, sometimes they forget that, and mm-hmm. sometimes rehearsals get a little bit out of control, and and then I have to be. Big Daddy, mm-hmm. <laughs> Big and then daddy. and then and then and then it comes back again, and it's okay, uh-huh. you know, it's okay because no, we're not perfect, right? No, you know, so. it's the dance, right? Creative <laughs> <laughs> so. people, creative people, yeah. you know, yeah. And I'm so, so proud to be here with you three creative people oh, today. Thank you, uh, listeners. We are going to be right back. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back to talk more about this uh, from the heart, 107.7 FM. Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Today, sitting in for Joshua Vickery, we have Mark Daniel. Mark, thank you so much for being here. It's been fun. Uh, it is, and it's not over yet. No. <laughs> and uh, I'm so excited that our guests today, Sandra Lewis and Robert Hill, are here talking about their collaboration because that's our background, mm-hmm. collaborating creatively and, and personally. And um, we're hearing about your upcoming concert and, and what you're doing, and I would just want to continue and keep going a little bit further to find out about... Um, as you've been working together for this up-and-coming concert, what have been some of the challenges that you've had? I didn't have a chance to ask you that. Anything that you went, oh, let's, oh, they're both going, no, this was smooth. This was <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's the first time for both of us to do this, so there's not been any parameters set. Mm-hmm. We're setting them as uh-huh. we go. So anything that may have gone into the category of challenge, we kind of knew immediately to avoid it Mm -hmm. because it didn't make sense. And as creative people, you get used to that anyway. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 And professionals and understanding that things happen. And if they do, we just... You flow. We flow. Yeah. You know, it's um, the show goes on. Exactly. Yeah. And because we don't know until we get into that first rehearsal together, uh, you know, I've set, I've set choreography that that you know has has a lot of flexibility. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes choreograph 
choreography to specific music, classical music, is very, 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 very specific and a lot of times very, very tempy sensitive. Mm -hmm. You know, so if mm -hmm. it's too slow, the dancer's going to fall down. If it's too mm -hmm. fast, the dancer's going to break his foot, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. So I deliberately created choreography to these songs so that it could be flexible depending on all of that. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I know when I work with certain people, they bring out different things in me. When I work with Mark on stage, um, <laughs> Mark makes me laugh, so I have to focus on not <laughs> laughing. Um, and also, we, we build scenes together. We build relationships together. So I, I like that. I'll take it. There are different people you work with with, okay, it's going to be one-liners, or it's going to be a setup and punchline. And yeah. then there are other people that you work with. This is going to be a scene. And mm -hmm. what I like about working with you is we build the characters and the relationship, and then the laughter comes out of that. So as you, as you work with each other, what are some of the things you learn from each other that, like, oh, I'm going to take that away, or this is why I like working with this person? You know, and, and until we've actually had the actual, this is just my opinion, mm -hmm. until we've actually had the um, performance experience mm -hmm. that where we're really working together, you know, mm -hmm. um, I'm anxious for that to happen so that we can m maybe uh, answer a question like that. Okay, so with, you haven't been in performance yet, you've been, but exactly. the rehearsals have started, yes? and the But not with us together. Ah, okay. Right. 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 So then you'll have to both come back and share the answer to that. Yeah, mm -hmm. we look forward to it. Yes, yeah, but absolutely. you know what? I think it jumps back to when you guys first met, when you said, you know what, we really want to work with each other. Mm -hmm. So I think that energy alone mm -hmm. will help you build when you do come together finally because it, there's a magic of, oh, we're finally doing it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Well, when you, when you know you want to work with someone, what happens with you? I mean, obviously it's not with everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think that magic is when, besides there's that word chemistry, but what makes that up? I think uh, I think it's a connection and, and a comfort. Like when I mm -hmm. perform with you, the reason I can build a scene with you is because I trust you. Mm -hmm. I trust where you're going. Mm -hmm. So uh, and and when you do trust and you follow that person wherever they go, you end up. Oh, we're walking together. Here we are. And I think what happens is there's a creative connection too, mm -hmm. where you just get inspired. And and that doesn't happen all the time. Sometimes you might work with somebody and you work well together, but you're working. Mm -hmm. So you just try to get the product out. Mm -hmm. Or you can have this connection where you go, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. What can we do? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good yeah. answer. Really yeah, mm -hmm. I actually danced with a lot of ballerinas in my career. You know, because I danced until I was forty-one, and I I had some that I really really connected with and had great 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 time with, and others that I didn't remember too much. But we were able to pull off really good performances because of being, you know, real professionals. Professionals, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. there is a difference between one connection and the other. Yeah, you know? so, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I like sharing that with our listeners because even if we have listeners out there and they work at, you know, in an office or um, Starbucks, <laughs> right? <laughs> every working relationship comes down to the connection you have yeah. with that other person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what the arts teach people. Absolutely. You know, when we hear you singing a duet and we go, wow, that blended so well. Mm -hmm. We envision that it's probably because you connected so well. Mm -hmm. That's so true. I got I to tell you a story from my own uh, growing up. I'm from Trinidad and Tobago and, uh, the first play I saw, and why arts is so important, uh, the first play I ever saw was we went to uh, Carpenter's Home Church, which is in Lakeland. It used to be mm -hmm. this huge uh, stadium church. And I saw Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge, and it was my first <laughs> theater play ever. And Scrooge sang a song about why he hated people. <laughs> and I remember as a kid just laughing because I'd never heard a song <laughs> that way funny. And right. from then on, I was like, wow, I mean, this is different. And, and it opened me up to arts to say, you know what, it's not all serious. Not that it has to be serious, but it, that was my avenue to say, 
I can enjoy this too, right. you know, and, and, and what you guys are doing a fantastic of, again, using that contemporary music and bringing people into ballet to show some people that maybe somebody thought, oh, ballet is just classical music only. That's you right. can only mm-hmm. dance to it. That's mm-hmm. right. And somebody went, wait a minute, I can dance ballet to Beyonce song? That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Well and that's part of my mission, actually, yeah. as a ballet director, yeah, mm-hmm. is to uh, what, what I call... Um, uh, uh, It'll come back to me. <laughs> Something along the line of Dispel being accessible. Dispel the myth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm, pe- most people mm-hmm. who don't, um, who have never been to ballet, they have a preconceived idea of what mm-hmm. they think it is. Lofty. Lofty men swanning around in tights mm-hmm. like fairies, mm-hmm. and the little girl on the top of the, you know, with the, you know, mm-hmm. thing. And so one of the things that we accomplished at Uncorked, we were talking about, is that we show behind the scenes and we show how they learn choreography quickly. And, and you get to see up close that these are athletes, those big muscles, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. not big, but you know, these kids are muscle, you know, muscular yeah. and, and they're, as, they're artistic athletes is they what are. they are. It's they very are. physical, they very are. physical. Very physical, mm-hmm. yeah. Artistic mm-hmm. athletes, so, exactly. So, yeah, so, so it, it, dispel the myth. I mean, I, I, you get people who, God, I never knew ballet could be like that. Well. And then guess what? They start coming to everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. It's great. When I, when I first saw Uncorked, I remember Arcadian would choreograph on the spot, right? And he'd make a move, and then the ballerina, I forgot her name, would just do it. And then she remembered it. I'm like, you not only just did it, but you remembered it. <laughs> exactly. And then he'd add more, and she did it once, and he, she saw it once and did it again and added it on. And I'm like, and then I realized that's her language. Right. It's like, yes. that's how she speaks. Mm. That's how they speak. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Now, Robert, you have some you have some good news. You said you wanted to share. Well, with you have lots of lots of yeah, good lots news. of good news. Yeah. So one that happened just last week. I was in New York for a couple of days because um, there's this uh, international ballet competition, probably the number one uh, in the world. Uh, it's called Youth America Grand Prix, and they do 35 around the globe um, regional competitions, and then from there, the winners from there go to New York for the finals. And we had the regionals in Tampa in January, I think, and so. Several of our dancers from our school, Orlando Ballet School, went to New York, and we had three make it to the finals. Oh, my gosh. From around the world. Wow. Three. Wow. And one of our girls won first place. No. Congratulations. Yes. That is yes. awesome. Wow. Oh my gosh. One of our boys placed in the top 12. Wow. But he was offered on the spot a position, a coveted position in the American Ballet Theater Studio Company. Six boys and six girls. Wow. Oh my God. Comprise this company. Wow. We already have a girl in there. So now we have two of 12 coveted positions for these dancers wow. of that age around the globe. No, it's huge. Wow. That is that really is huge. Cr- you must feel so proud. It's amazing. Yes. It's amazing. amazing. Now, what do you attribute that to? We have, <laughs> a, we have a great school and a great school director and great teachers in our school. I teach in the school periodically. We get the school kids to come and work with the company, they get to dance in the Nutcracker. Um, and I am insistent that we work very, very hard. We stay positive and we spread the love. Wow. Spread the love. I've love mm-hmm. just got to tell it's you, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. I'm so proud that you're part of a community that I'm, I'm proud to be part mm-hmm. of a community that you're in. Yes. This is yeah. amazing. And yeah. so Sandra, you, you're from Florida, right? I am. Yeah, I'm she's from, Floridian. Yes. Yeah. Original. Original. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your goals coming up for you? Oh, my goodness. I'm working on a lot of amazing projects. Um, about a year and a half ago, I founded the Find Your Voice program um, with Vernice Atkins Bradley, and we mentor about 300-plus girls 
throughout 11 Orange County public schools. So um, and tell can, me what you what your what the mission is. It's for that. a mentor leadership program, and we're basically helping girls become um, better leaders um, in their community, helping them find their passion, their dreams. It's not singing. The, the program is called Find Your Voice, but it's finding what you love to do. Mm. We help them find their voice and then become everyday impactful leaders in the community. And we're seeing such incredible progress with the girls over the last two years in areas of attendance, behavior, their academia, everything. It's just wonderful to be able to pour into their lives. Um, They inspire me, and it's a blessing to be able to inspire them. So on top of working um, with Orange County Public Schools in this program, I'm also full-time um, at Valencia, working on my bachelor's in organization leadership. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so Congratulations. much. Thank you. So a lot of great stuff going on from the arts to academia to working with these girls. It's keeping my life busy and full of goodness. I want to ask you a question about finding your voice. What's the first question you ask them when they're not sure what their voice is that helps them go, oh, I got to think about that or Well, we have different facilitators that work with the girls um, on a daily basis, trying to help understand what their needs are, their likes, their dislikes. Um, Some immediately come right on as like, oh, my goodness, I want to be this. We bring leaders in front of them to give them ideas of different things they Mm -hmm. can do as well. So um, it's an interesting process. Um, the The very first answer is always, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so it's our... And they're young. Exactly. We start in middle school, and we actually just had two elementary schools that joined uh, the program as well. So to start that young when, they, when they're having so much peer pressure and different things going on in their lives, we wanted to give them um, uh, a platform to be able to grow and feel comfortable and nurture the gifts that they have inside of them. So we are still finding what some of their voices are, but mm. it's really amazing to watch them come alive. Oh, thank yes. you for that work. You know, for every person that finds their voice, our society grows. I, I totally agree. Thank you. I agree. My pleasure. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm honored. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my two professors, I went back late in life to get a um, master's degree in leadership. And leadership has everything to do with improvisation. All the rules of what great leaders do, great re- improvisers do. <laughs> so all my papers were pretty easy. Um, <laughs> I love it. But my two professors sat here where both of you are, as Joshua and I spoke with both of them. And it was an honor to have them there because those two people changed my life. These are two professors that I went back to school a little nervous as this. You mm-hmm. know, um, but I, I loved it. And I loved every moment of it because... Uh, what we do through this world is because of our leaders, and all of us are leaders at different areas and at different times in our life, so which true. is part of why with, with Starbucks, we talked a little bit earlier, I was very proud of their leader yeah. who stood up and did the right thing. Yeah. Uh, but the choices we make and how we all influence each other and the world uh, by our actions. And and so um, what you're doing, I just want to applaud you. That's very oh, important. Thank yeah, you so yeah, much. Absolutely. That's big, very giving great. back to the community like mm-hmm. that. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think what helps too, uh, like again, me growing up uh, as a, you know, I'm a resident alien now, but somebody from not Amer- not from America, like when you mirror the community, that also encourages people to see somebody like themselves doing something mm-hmm. they never thought they can do, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, again, I commend you on doing that and giving back to the community in that way. Thank you so much. And that's what the arts do, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You go and you see so. something and you mm-hmm. think, maybe I can, and you take your first class. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you have people encouraging like both of you saying, well, let's just start with 
blah blah you know and i as an artistic director i enjoy i get great pleasure out of coaching my young artists in these roles and watching them grow and and know that they have taken that step to be able to go out there on the stage and do that yeah and feel very happy and satisfied with it and then they're sharing their art with the community and everything so mm-hmm. it's it's very satisfying mm-hmm. i think know? it's i think it's amazing too to have a teacher like you uh, what what happens is in the artistic community, it's a good way to show emotion in a safe space. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. sing a song that's happy or sad or aggressive or angry, but it's a song and it's still art. But you can you can experience that emotion in a safe place. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. 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 Well, well said. Thank you all for helping to create the safe space here today. Yeah. What a pleasure to have both of you here, so Sandra Lewis, Robert Hill. I wish you both well, and you are always welcome to come back anytime you have something you want to share. You come on back here. This is your home too. Yeah. Mark Daniel, my dear friend, thank you for being here with me today. Mary, thank you very much for having me, and this was this is a great experience. Here, here, I told to you you'd you like it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Joshua, we miss you. We'll see you next week, listeners. Thank you so much for being here. We'll. See See you next time on From the Heart, Magic 107.7 FM.